0: You're listening to the It's Her Time podcast with Cody and Jess. Welcome back to the It's Her Time podcast. Today, we're going to talk all about inflammation and especially chronic inflammation. Now, chronic inflammation doesn't just happen overnight and reversing it doesn't just happen overnight either, especially if we've been chronically inflamed for a very long time. But by incorporating all, not just one—remember, there's no easy way out of inflammation—of some of the strategies strategies that I'm going to share with you today, we are going to be able to tame our inflammation and start seeing results in as little as even two weeks. It's pretty amazing how quickly that can happen. If you have a long-standing health condition like— autoimmune disease, it usually takes anywhere between three and six months or longer. So I don't love to throw the two weeks out there because all of us are going to be a little bit different. So the more inflamed we are, the longer it's going to take to kind of settle down that inflammation. But I'm going to share with you seven simple healing practices. um, And I think you're going to be very shocked on how quickly you notice changes in your body when you start to implement them. But before we dive in, let's join Jess for a Mixers Girl. Say... On today's Mixers Girls Say, we're
1: actually going to read through a couple reviews. And the reason why we love to do this is, A, we love to hear what some of you are experiencing through um, interacting with mixers, whether you're a listener to the podcast, a user of our products, or, you know, we just know you as friends. Um, We love to hear from you, but we also love to share because if you leave a review on our podcast and we share it on the episode— reach out to us and we are going to send you a gift because really we're a brand that thrives off of women feeling accepted and loved and excited about what we're doing over here Mm -hmm. at Mixers. And we appreciate all of the feedback and help
0: and support for what we're trying to build. Absolutely. And I always say it, Sharing is caring, and this is what we want to do when you guys share Mm -hmm. your thoughts, your feelings, your ratings, your reviews, or just sharing the episodes with your friends. We want to thank you for it because we care so much that you guys do that. We appreciate it so much. Absolutely. So… Um, a woman wrote in, I
1: cannot stress enough how much these podcasts have opened my eyes to being more aware of my body and how I work as a woman. It blows my mind how much I didn't know and have learned from the two of you. I cannot thank you enough for helping us women out there be our best selves. Thank you. Did you say her name? Um, Darcy Smith,
0: Darcy Smith. Okay. Thank you,
1: Darcy. Thanks, Darcy. Okay, another one. Morning sickness. I loved listening listening to the podcast and hearing more information about morning sickness. I'm currently pregnant and have horrible morning sickness. I just ordered Her Baby, and I cannot wait to see how it helps me throughout this pregnancy. Madison Lund. Thank you. And we hope that you have your Her Baby in your hands and are using it and are loving it. If not…
0: Let us Message know. us because we're <laughs> going to get you a thank you gift and we'll send her baby. Yeah, we can. So yeah, that's a good point. You could even tell us if there's something.
1: Because hint, want. hint, we're
0: probably sending you some product. Yeah. So you could even let us know, like maybe some of you want to try Her Love. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of you, you know, something that maybe you haven't tried. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome.
1: Um, and the last is from 4000Danny is the username. Okay. I love listening to this podcast because it is so uplifting and I learn something new each and every week. You ladies teach other women in ways that are manageable, encouraging, and fun. Oh, that's our dream. That is. (laughs) Um, I absolutely love how we can hear your smiles throughout the podcast. Just shows how full of light you are. Thank you for the work you're doing.
0: (laughs) Thank you. That's so nice. We we do smile a lot while we're doing these podcasts. Now you can see us on YouTube, you know, Mm -hmm. because we… We started our YouTube channel in what? October, I think. So we've been like putting these podcasts, we've been videoing them and putting them on YouTube. So if you're just listening to us on a podcast platform, which is so convenient, I get it. You're out on a walk, you're driving in your car. That's great. But sometimes it's fun. and You'll actually be able to see our smiles and see what's going on Yeah, absolutely. while we're having these conversations. Well, thank you for the
1: reviews. Thank you for the messages. We love you. And let's get into the episode. Mixers is a company made for women by women. Each of our products have been carefully and lovingly crafted to support you in all stages of your life, providing you with the optimal health you deserve. Each ingredient we handpick is 100% all natural, backed by science, and chosen specifically to better your life physically, mentally, and hormonally. Each product empowers your body to take charge of its monthly hormonal shift and flows, empowering you to live life to the fullest. Let Mixers take care of your needs from sunup to sundown, and you take care of the rest. Check us out at Mixers.com, M-I-X-H-E-R-S.
0: Okay, my first tip to help to put out the fire is to first focus on diet, right? Diet is everything. Taming chronic inflammation starts with what we put on the end of our forks. In other words, our best defense to fight inflammation starts with our very next meal or our snack. Researchers find that a pro inflammatory diet significantly increases weight gain and our risk for being overweight or obese. The best way to shift that balance is to eat fewer inflammatory foods and much more of those anti-inflammatory foods. Um, Things like wild-caught fish and lots of non-starchy vegetables, low-sugar fruit like berries and avocado, raw nuts and seeds, and cultured and fermented foods. Stop and consider, for instance, that our ancestors actually ate nearly an equal ratio of omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, whereas today we're eating 20 times, sometimes even higher than that, of inflammatory omega-6 fatty acids. We're eating fewer anti-inflammatory foods, but the inflammatory ones we consume, sometimes from not-so-obvious sources like even almond milk or factory-raised eggs can really crowd out the healthy ones that we are trying to eat. Things like, we don't even consider, it sounds kind of healthy actually, soybean oil, which is used in pretty much any restaurant that we eat at. Um, This can help to decrease the amounts of anti-inflammatory fatty acids, um, EPA and DHA. Even if you are avoiding the usual suspects, things like sugar and gluten and other high sensitivity foods um, that I often talk about here on this podcast, inflammatory foods can be slipping into your diet, things like... uh, grain-fed meats, for instance, um, vegetable oils and roasted nuts and seeds. And pretty much any processed food that's in our grocery store, what it does is it fuels our inflammation, kind of fuels the fire. All right? So we got to be aware of what those foods look like and what to avoid. Because sometimes those foods sound like they're really healthy. We think nuts and seeds and things like that. And yes, those are very healthy foods, but we want to make sure that they are not as processed. The more processed a food is, the more inflammatory it's going to be. Alright, my second tip is that we really do need to reset our gut. Um, we cannot fix inflammation without fixing our gut. So like we talked about a few episodes back, when our gut lining is disturbed, it can't absorb nutrients optimally and inflammation then develops. Eventually, problems like leaky gut lead to food sensitivities and even then eventually lead into autoimmune disease. A downward spiral occurs as gut inflammation becomes systemic or it becomes like a full body problem. Inflammation creating things like pain and headaches and other symptoms that you might not ever suspect originated in your gut. So supporting a healthy gut requires Some time and it requires some patience, that's for sure. But the right protocol um, can help to eliminate food sensitivities. And what we want to do is incorporate plenty of anti-inflammatory foods. And that could include gut supporting nutrients like L-glutamine and probiotics and prebiotics, like all of the things we talked about in our digestion episode. And all of these things are in our formula called her digest. Now, the third tip that I have is that we want to make sure that we're getting in the right nutrients. Um, If we're not eating an anti-inflammatory diet and incorporating other lifestyle strategies, we're talking about all together today, taking supplements won't be able to actually help us as much as we would like. So it kind of goes hand in hand. So if we can combine the right supplements with the right diet, what we can do is we can help support normal inflammatory processes. We want to, you know, among the favorites that I like to use on a daily basis um, on the top of my list are all of my mixers lineup, um, but I also like to add a couple of other things I wanted to mention today. So one of the best ingredients to help reduce inflammation is curcumin. Turmeric is also what is um, what causes it to be that beautiful yellow-orange, you know, color, and it's a spice, but its main claim to fame is curcumin, which supports normal inflammatory processes processes, and it has antioxidant properties, and it also has gut healing benefits. So you can imagine, like, this is probably considered a superfood, and if you can start to sprinkle it um, on all of the things that you're eating every single day and get more of it in your diet, you're going to be able to feel a lot of benefit that comes from that. Um, But you can also consider taking a concentrated curcumin supplement because sometimes it doesn't hurt to just get in a little bit more. The other um, nutrient that I always recommend is fish oil. Now, the two main anti-inflammatory, like omega-3 fatty acids, EPA and DHA, are important and Important inflammatory inhibitors in the body um, that are oft, that we are often deficient in because of our American diet. There's a lot of studies that have shown that that these omega threes help to support normal inflammatory processes in the gut and really all over the body. Um, So we want to make sure that we're getting um, enough of the right source of omega-3s, right? And a little tip that I have is that you can get your um, healthy omega-3s from algae-based supplements. So even if you're not a vegan, because I know a lot of vegans will go with an algae-based Um, instead of a fish oil-based omega-3 supplement. Um, But it's good for all of us because if you think about it, the reason that fish are actually really high in omega-3 is because of what they eat, and they eat algae. So it just makes sense. And I think there's so many great products that are out there that are an algae-based omega-3. So kind of keep your eyes open for one of those and see if you can start implementing it into your diet these superfoods are really going to help to reduce inflammation in our body. Now, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but I'm going to mention it again in case you missed that episode, but probiotics, okay? Probiotics are also a huge help when it comes to reducing inflammation. These healthy microorganisms support optimal gut flora balance, but evidence also shows that they can support normal inflammatory processes as well. So I encourage everyone to eat a probiotic-rich diet every single day, but also make sure you are supplementing with probiotics as well so that you can help to reduce inflammation in the gut and throughout the entire body. My fourth tip is that we all need to do our best to avoid environmental toxins. Many of the over 80,000 chemicals that we are exposed to on a daily basis um, and have not been tested for human safety. Um, so we're just being bombarded with them all the time. And it's hard to avoid them completely because they're everywhere. They're in our furniture and as fire retardants. They're in our cosmetics as heavy metals. They're in our household cleaners as emulsifiers and in our food as preservatives. These toxins create really a lot of problems, and they can disrupt our hormonal balance. They can keep our immune system just constantly rubbed up and on high alert, and they can increase our risk for diseases, including things like cancer and autoimmune disease. Chronic inflammation plays a huge role in all of these problems. So just like we are all inflamed, we actually are all toxic. Um, So we need to do whatever we can to help to reduce Our toxic load. So, we're going to want to minimize the toxins that we're exposed to daily that are under our control. And so, that might mean becoming more mindful about what cosmetics you use and what household cleaners you keep around and what skin products you spread all over your body, as well as making sure that you're drinking clean and filtered water and eating mostly organic plant foods. And if you are a meat eater, mainly consuming clean protein sources like pasture raised meats can go a very long way. (laughs) you <laughs> You're going to also want to eat plenty of detoxifying foods. There's lots of foods out there that help to support our body's own natural detoxifying functions. Things like leafy and cruciferous greens, some of my favorite, along with spices like turmeric, which I already had mentioned. Once or twice a year, consider working with a professional to incorporate a plan that provides your cells the nutrients they require to optimize detoxification. And it's a great idea if you can do a couple times a year a good, gut cleanse uh, because it's a great way to clean out the pipes and to dump some of those accumulated toxins that we all are being bombarded with. All right, my fifth tip is that it's so important for us to move our body. There's lots of research that shows that regular exercise actually protects us against chronic low-grade systemic inflammation present in diseases like things like type 2 diabetes and our cardiovascular diseases that are out there. I like to use the word movement as opposed to exercise because movement encompasses a broader array of activities. So yours might include things like yoga or brisk walking or weight resistance, which I love. You know, There's great research out there that shows that high-intensity interval training, which is like the fast and effective, is super fast and effective, and they have shown that it can reduce the inflammation that contributes to diseases like cancer. So there's a lot of positive um, effect from that. But remember this. If you're like a CrossFitter or do any type of high-intensity exercise, then what you want to do is stock up on the anti-inflammatory nutrients that I've been talking about. Um, Moderate exercise actually does the best for reducing inflammation. But extreme exercise like marathon running, um, marathon training, and doing things like those Tough mutters and things that are out there, um, you get the idea, will actually cause more inflammation in our body. So it's good to be mindful of that. The important thing is that you do something that challenges your body without abusing its limits. Okay, my sixth tip today is that we got to do everything we can to manage our stress. Now, I don't know if it would be a it's Her Time podcast episode if I didn't mention stress because I feel like it's involved in all of these things. Stress is a major and under a major underestimated factor that affects inflammation. Even when all other lifestyle behaviors like our diet and our exercise are just on point, Stress increases inflammation, regardless of how good we're being with our diet, and it, activate, it activates the fight or flight response that makes us feel like we're under attack when we're not. And it can lead to elevated blood pressure and heart palpitations, and it reduces our blood flow to our intestines, which is going to result in poor digestion and poor assimilation of the nutrients that we're taking in. Now, some of us live under and handle really well, actually, um, really elevated levels of stress on a daily basis, Um, and sometimes we just consider it to be normal because we're just used to this type of lifestyle, and some of us become so desensitized to the thought of stress, but you know what? Our bodies have not been desensitized to the ravages of stress. Um, Essentially, we've ceased to notice what a huge impact stress has on our lives. I often point out to my clients that I used to work with how full their plates are and how even if the load that they carry between all of the work life stuff and the social life stuff, family life stuff, all of that, if it feels nor it, it might feel normal to them, but a lot of times when they look at it and they see everything that they're responsible for they realize that this normal that feels normal for them shouldn't necessarily be their normal because it's not supporting their health. And it's definitely causing a stressful reaction and increasing inflammation in their body. So it's important for us to start saying no and creating more space in our life for good things like rest and relaxation, something that we tend to forget, especially in our culture. It's something that we need to prioritize more if we want to reduce inflammation in our body. Now, my seventh tip is that we need to sleep more. 40%, you guys, of Americans get less than seven hours of the recommended sleep per night. Now, when compared to the amount of sleep Americans got all the way back in 1942, we are actually getting one hour less per night. And it can be most likely blamed on all of the modern technology that we get to enjoy now, and all of this modern technology actually should be making our lives feel much easier, but it seems like all of this technology is actually making our life harder in many ways. So don't get me wrong. I do love technology. Obviously, we're using it now, but we do know that it is contributing to sleep deprivation. There's studies that support um, what I regularly saw with my clients, that sleep deprivation can actually trigger or exacerbate inflammation. Multiple mechanisms are at work here. Sleep loss negatively alters the body's inflammatory markers and makes us more prone to make unwise food choices and want or need to fuel up on caffeine just to get through the morning. And then we feel more stressed throughout the day with less sleep. So keeping inflammation under control requires at least eight to nine hours of solid uninterrupted sleep every single night. So let's do our best to try to get in that amount of sleep. It's so important. Sleep hygiene is important. At least one hour before bedtime, I recommend that you shut down your electronics and block out sleep-disrupting blue light especially by putting on your blue um, spectrum blocking glasses. That's what I like to do. Or you can dim the lights. Usually when the sun goes down, that's when my lights also go down. And, you know, pull out a good book to read that's on paper, not necessarily on a screen. And you will be amazed how your body's natural processes are going to go to work and your body will remember how to get back into that rhythm, that circadian rhythm that helps to control our wake and sleep cycles. Now, the bottom line is that once you have healed from chronic inflammation, you're going to notice that the symptoms that have been nagging you, maybe for a very long time, things like unexplained um, fatigue and mental fog, they're going to disappear and they're going to become unnoticeable. In my practice, I've found that calming down the immune system and chronic inflammation can can take at least four weeks. Now, this is just when we start to notice some of the benefits. And the longer we go about incorporating a lot of the tips that I've shared with you today— the better and better you're going to be um, feeling. So be patient with yourself because healing is never just continuous. Um, it happens in what I like to call at quantum steps of healing. You may feel like no progress has been made for a little while. Then all of a sudden, like three months in, you're going to experience a sudden improvement in all of your symptoms. So dedication without expectations is really the key when it comes to healing our body as a rule of thumb, stick with the plan for another two to three months after you feel your best. Um, At that point, you can experiment with like an occasional cheat, and I hate to call it a cheat, but you can start to kind of, you know, not be as strict about things because your body has kind of become more balanced. So I would encourage you girls to keep a journal of what you're eating and how you're feeling just to make sure that your symptoms don't start Creeping back in because they might, um, if you once you kind of stop implementing some of these tips. If you don't want to end up back where you started, treat your body with care and respect. And you know, honestly, the best deal would be if it was just you created these lifelong habits and you did all and you incorporated all of these things that I've talked about today for the rest of your life. That way, we would just optimize our health and we would keep ourselves in an, in a non-inflamed um, state, which would be really beneficial to our long term health. So, I hope you enjoyed this. Be sure to let us know what you thought of this episode. I hope it was helpful I, It was helpful, and I hope that you enjoyed it and I love thinking of you girls as I put these episodes together because so many of you send me in questions and you have you know you're wanting to know um, things about your health and your body, and you're wanting to you know have somebody address some of these things for you. So every time that I put an episode together, I'm actually like picturing you in my mind, and I get really excited to share this information with you. Now, it's always my hope that I can help answer the questions that you have, um, but not just do that, but also give you some action steps that will allow you to be your best own health advocate. So I hope that when you listen to this, you're not just hearing what I'm saying and understanding what's going on, but you're actually going to take the actions every single day in your own life to support your best health. If you enjoyed this episode, please Give us a big thumbs up and share this episode with the girls in your life. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube or on your favorite podcast platform. That way you'll never miss one of our It's Her Time podcast episodes. And then we can hang out every single week and have the best time together. We release It's Her Time podcast episodes every single Tuesday. So until then, I hope you all have a very happy and healthy week. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.